You're listening to The Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. So today is one in a number of episodes I have planned regarding data and tracking. These are some deep subjects, so we're going to cover them in bite-sized pieces. And today, I'm giving an introduction to website data collecting and Google Analytics 4. I'm going to talk a little bit about why you should be tracking behaviors on your website and what you can do with that data. I will definitely be addressing the behemoth in the room, Google itself, and why I'm sticking with Google Analytics for my business and my clients. And I'm also going to give an overview of GA4, Google Analytics' latest software that is fully taking over on July 1st, 2023. Okay, What I just said is the most important piece in all of this. GA4 will be the only Google Analytics in use come July 1st, 2023. For those of you with Google Analytics on your site now, this means you've got to get GA4 set up because your current analytics will be tracking on July 1st. And for those of you without analytics, you'll want to listen in and hear why you want to implement GA4 now and have it start collecting data for you. Oh, and one other quick note. This episode is for anyone who has a website, be it WordPress, Kajabi, Shopify, Squarespace, ClickFunnels, and more. All of these various website applications allow for Google Analytics integration. So today's information applies to every entrepreneur with a website or a platform. So let's get on to today's episode. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The long game? That's my approach to business. You gotta show up, you gotta do the work, and there are no quick fixes for long-term success. It takes creativity, it takes strategy, and it takes listening to the voice inside you. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, bringing you real-world business-building experiences, conversations with creators who are out there doing it now, and ideas to spark the energy in your own business. And along the way, we're gonna have a little bit of fun as well. So thanks for being here and let's get to today's episode. This is a big deal. The fact that Google is sunsetting its standard universal analytics and going full on with the new Google Analytics 4 is huge. The current universal analytics, as it's called, it was built for a different time. You know, it came out before this mobile explosion that we've had, before we access the web through apps every day. And when it comes to software, there are only so many band-aids that you can apply <laughs> for updates. And Google just decided to build their software anew from the ground up. So this transition date has been set. Any analytics code from Google previous code, not GA4, that you have set up on your website now will not work after July 1st, 2023. And any of that current data you have will need to be exported out of your account if you want to reference it by the end of the year. And these are both hard and fast dates, not changing. But for the majority of us who don't have extensive analytics setups, there is no doom and gloom, just understanding an opportunity to use this technology going forward. All right, 
If you currently have Google Analytics set up on your site, you've probably been receiving email updates from Google, you know, from time to time, and most of which you have probably deleted thinking, I have no idea what they're talking about. Well, GA4, as it's called, is fully here. And this has been updated for modern times. You know, this analytics has been in development for years now. And I've been following the transition talk, taking in information and also seeing what other softwares are out there so that I can make the best decision for myself, my clients, and you, my podcast audience. So let's start with why you want to have tracking code on your website, you know, and why collecting data is important in the first place. Okay, broadly, website tracking is data collection on your website's visitors and their behavior. It's like a treasure trove of information that can help you improve your website's design, its content, and its overall performance. You know, we all have funnels of some sort in our business. And, you know, these are the paths that we create for various actions to take place, whether it is the path to opt in to your list for audience building or the path to purchase something from you. You know, when you want to measure what is happening in your funnels, you use digital analytics. This allows for you to track the behavior that led to an opt-in or a purchase, as well as figure out where people are getting stopped in the process. And, you know, you can find out how many people are coming to your site, where are they coming from, and what pages of your site are they looking at. And you can also learn from data how long people are staying on your site, as well as the different actions they are taking, things like clicks and scrolls and views and more. So when you have the data that you collect on website behaviors, you are able to make data-informed decisions about what you should do next. It's really the ultimate informer of the customer journey. So I used funnels in my example, but data-informed decisions apply across all of your marketing. You know, you can see if certain content you are creating is getting more traffic, do more of that. You can see how people are finding you and coming to your site. Be there more, or maybe decide to expand your presence in other areas. So, you know, having this information, it's interesting to see, and it helps you make decisions that are based on your specific audience's behaviors rather than just ideas out of thin air or ideas you heard about in a Facebook group that worked for someone else's audience that may or may not behave the same way as your audience does. So with Google Analytics, you know, you can create reports to gather this information and present it to you. And again, I'm talking in broad strokes here about data collection, but you know, this software really has the power to do some in-depth things and how you use the software can grow as your business grows. So one of the biggest fears with analytics and search engine optimization I hear is I don't understand all that tech stuff. And rightfully so, you know, there is a lot to digest and it can get super techy. But the majority of us business owners can really benefit from just starting with the basics. When I work with clients and give them the interpreted version of all the tech, they understand how to apply the information to their business. And I see light bulbs go off above their heads as they get new ideas that make sense for their business specifically. 
So now we've got this overarching understanding of why having analytics on your site and tracking behaviors is important. You know, one of the other issues that comes up with Google Analytics is privacy. And yes, Google is a behemoth. And, you know, it's also worth noting with this next bit, when using Google Analytics or any tracking software, you know, you've got to understand that it isn't an absolute. Okay, so over the past decade, tech companies and their access to our information has grown, you know, over the years. Online privacy has really moved into the forefront of the conversation. All sorts of data and privacy laws has been enacted. Uh, the GDPR, which is Europe's comprehensive privacy law, that really requires companies to ask for permissions to share data and gives individuals the rights to access their data and delete it or control it and, you know, the data that's been collected. The U.S. has the COPP, which is the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. California has set up some stricter laws governing online privacy, as have Virginia and Colorado. And there's only more of that to come. And, you know, there have actually been some privacy wars amongst the tech giants themselves, with Apple blocking certain ad trackers, as well as tracker blocking software being added by everyday people to their browsers and more. And this is why the results we get are not completely accurate. You know, there's other tech that's involved. Are they on certain devices? Are they using ad blockers? But it's still worthwhile to track and see the patterns. So over the past year, I have done a lot of research asking questions like, is Google Analytics the best option for small business tracking since they track so much data? You know, am I doing right by my audience who comes to my site and are being tracked and then their track, their data is being shared with Google? And what do I or my clients need or see as ways forward in marketing for our businesses in years to come? And it's some heavy stuff to be grappling with, right? Thinking about all these these questions and, and where do you stand on these issues? So I have come to some conclusions and I'm going to share them with you. Privacy, although not said outright by Google, is a big part of this switch to the new GA4 platform. You know, Google has built this to be compliant with things like the GDPR. And this is huge for many of us who have a global clientele. We can now use GA4 in compliance with privacy laws. And that is only going to continue to be part of the conversation for Google. Number two, like clear cookie and privacy policies we see them everywhere, and they are really pertinent for users today to decide if they want to access a site that collects data. I mean, the majority of us, 99.5% of us probably, just click accept and go on with our day when we see a pop-up on a website. But for people who are really concerned about what data is being collected, like having statements of what software you use and what your site collects can help those visitors make informed decisions. And, you know, whether it be Google or Meta, you know, entrepreneurs are adding all kinds of different codes to our sites that's tracking data for our use as well as the use by these companies it's being shared with. So almost every single site that you go on on the internet has some sort of tracking software on it. You know, I've also had thoughts about the fact that <laughs> 
I'm an Apple user, and the company is tracking everything I do all the time, from my phone to my computer. You know, I am, I'm all in. And I'm not saying here that like you have to give in to this big brother monitoring. It's just that it's happening all around us. From security cameras to easy pass to going you know, through tolls on the highway to your cell phone pinging towers everywhere you go, you are being tracked by corporate entities all of the time. And the good news, though, is that there are viable alternatives in tracking software that don't share with Google, and you can still get lots of information on your audience behaviors using it. You know, for me personally, I've just come to a place of exhale with all of this. I'm actively using and engaging with companies that use tracking data, and if Google is making it more compliant overall, I'm definitely for that, right? And so... I am going to be using Google Analytics. I will say, though, I still have not sent my DNA swab in to anything like 23andMe, though. So I'm not all the way in yet. And, you know, another one of the big things to consider here, when you're trying to make a decision on whether to use Google Analytics or some other software is, where is your industry going? And where is your business going when you're making this decision? Like for me and my clients, we are investing further in Google products like YouTube. And some of my clients have been running successful Google ads for years. And many more may be jumping into that in the future. Facebook and Instagram are not the only ad games in town. So if you are considering these items in your marketing plan going forward, you need Google Analytics and Google Tag Manager to run them effectively. So just things to think about as you make your decision. And, you know, we're going to move on now from privacy and that future use. And let's get into talking about, you know, what makes Google Analytics for different from the existing universal analytics. Okay, first off, the biggest deal is that Google Analytics 4 measures across devices and platforms. So more and more people are interacting with businesses on multiple devices. You may open something on your phone and then purchase it later on your computer. A big piece of this is deduplicating users across different devices. And GA4 gives insight into your user journeys cross device. Having this knowledge, you can create great user experience and really provide for the needs of your audience, knowing where they're coming in at and what devices they're using. All right, number two, Google Analytics 4 measures not only web, but app as well, which for many of us small businesses, you know, we may not have our own apps, but this is part of the future proofing that Google's doing. Not only for the businesses, those big corporations that have apps now, but to track data for brands with apps in the future. So it's really web and app tracking. All right, number three in terms of the what's different with the new Google Analytics 4 are the concept of events. So for those of you who have been using Google Analytics up to now, this is one of the biggest changes is that Google Analytics is moving from session-based to an events-based collection model. And this means that data collection is moving away from interactions within a given time frame, which is a session, 
and into actions, which are events like page views and button clicks, user actions, those type of things. So many of these interactions, they can collect automatically too, which is pretty cool. So in GA4, one of the things it collects automatically is first visit. When the first time someone visits your website, the property logs this action. So, you know, that's helpful data of are, are you getting returning people? Is it the first time? And then what are their actions based off of that? Another um, piece that GA4 has or another feature is enhanced measurement. And this feature lets you automatically collect more events without having to update the website's code. So you can measure common web events like page views and scrolls and file downloads and video views. And that's really cool because you know, you're know you able to then use that data you collect to make audiences and think about like, oh, I wanna talk to people who watched this much of that video, right? Like you can start to layer the data on itself. Okay, another area that we are always concerned with when it comes to analytics is reporting. Google says they've made it easier and it's been improved with GA4. I won't say it's easier off the bat. Right off the bat, it's, you know, you've really got to build it in, but you can drag and drop to create custom reports for yourself. And one thing that's cool too is now there's this real-time reporting with GA4. So the reporting is actually, and the data collecting is actually really quicker and almost instantaneous. And like everything else in our world currently, GA4 incorporates machine learning into this product. It's called predictive metrics. And how it works is it predicts future behavior of your users. And with this, you can really learn about your customers just by collecting structured data. I will say though, to start that some of this is only available to e-commerce and in-app purchasers. So like predicting who is more likely to purchase. It's pretty interesting though, you know, and I'm sure that as GA4 continues to develop, those type of things can expand. But for instance, you can create a predictive audience with it, which is a separate audience for people who are likely seven-day purchasers, right? So with this knowledge and audience segmentation, you can serve up ads or other communication to help support the buying decision. So you're using what you know about these people who come visit your website and you can go provide further info to them to help them make their buying decision. Okay, and like we said, in terms of Google AdWords, GA4 supports any of that advertising efforts that you may do. And these two systems have always worked together and they are continuing to do so. GA4 supports this in-conversion tracking of your Google ads. You can use the audiences you create in analytics to create targeted ads in Google ads. So like we were saying, hey, I want to target people who landed on this page and serve them an ad, something simple as that. Or you can layer in multiple pieces of data collection and create really targeted audiences that then you can send ads out to. And really it's showing people who are most likely, they work in hand in hand to find the people who will be most interested in your products or services and market to them. 
Google Analytics and Google Ads will also work together in remarketing. Here it is showing ads to people who have previously been to your website or have taken specific actions, such as people who have viewed a product. So we have all had this happen to us, right? Where you look at something online and then you start seeing ads everywhere for it, that's remarketing. And so those two work hand in hand with that. So Google Analytics for, in general, it's pretty powerful. And I have only mentioned a few things and scratched the surface here with what it can do. And it's really such an interesting and in-depth topic talking about data collection and tracking. And, and I'm going to be bringing some more experts in to share ideas on these topics for upcoming episodes. So website tracking data it can really be your secret weapon to help you optimize your online presence, you know, even if you are not an expert in data analysis. By analyzing and just looking at your website's traffic, the user behavior, performance, your marketing strategies, the data you collect can provide valuable insights so that you are making informed decisions that really can drive the growth of your business, right? There is no more guessing out of thin air here in all of those areas. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by what to do next or knowing what is or isn't actually working for your business, employing website tracking tools such as Google Analytics for is a great place to start. You know, And if you have no interest in DIYing this tech, reach out to me. Seriously, just getting the code on your website and starting to track is an easy first step. And from there, we can take some time to strategize about what data you need to see and what you want to analyze to meet your particular goal. So now is really the time to step into making data-informed decisions. And really, it's stepping into the future of your business, right? So I'm so glad you've been listening to this. If you have questions, reach out because I know it is heady. And if you need help, reach out as well. All right, everyone, we'll be talking more. Have a great week. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more information, links mentioned in this episode and the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on and leave a review. Both of these make a really big difference. All right, until next time, keep playing the long game.